Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I mentioned a scam a couple weeks ago, and I said when I was growing up in Birmingham, Michigan, some kids working at a local store figured out that the local store's return policy was so lax that you'd wait until your friend was working there, and you'd walk into the store, just pick up something, walk back, I'd like to return this. And uh, your friend would then give you the money for those items that you just returned, and you'd walk out with cash. And uh, easy money, but of course it's illegal. But it turns out that there are actually stores today where people do that. And Home Depot, Home Depot is such a place that has a problem like this. And so Brent sent me a note and says, check out this story. What's amazing about this story is the dollar value involved. A man's been charged with cheating Home Depot stores out of $300,000 with a door return scam. All he does is return doors. Although he doesn't actually return them. He would simply walk into the stores and then bring them up to the front counter and go, like, return these. They'd say, oh, okay. Have a receipt? No, I don't. And they'd, they'd give him a store credit for it. And he did that, they say, to the tune of $300,000. The Associated Press reports a story about a Connecticut man given nearly $300,000 in fraudulent Home Depot credit by walking into stores in several states taking expensive doors and then returning them without a receipt, according to federal prosecutors. You know, some of us actually went to school and got a a, a skill or a job uh, set, a a profession of some sort. It turns out $300,000 and all you got to do is walk into Home Depot once in a while. So, well, the downside is you can go to prison. But (laughs) everything in life, right? You know, (laughs) cost-benefit. The man's 26 years old. He lives in Connecticut. He was detained without bail after a judge entered not guilty pleas on his behalf this week in federal court in Rhode Island to wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Providence said in a statement Wednesday, some people will ask and say, Steve, how does a judge enter a plea on behalf of a person in front of him? Well, the judge brings a person in front of him and reads the charges and says, do you understand the charges? The person says yes, then they can say, how do you plead? The person can, if they want to, they can, they can stand mute. They can, they can simply stand there and, and not say anything. And so because they are presumed to be not guilty, then the judge entering a not guilty plea is literally just kind of like, you know, calling it like it is. Uh, obviously, he can't enter a guilty plea on their behalf, but entering a not guilty plea does not change anything. So don't, don't let that snag you on this story. An email seeking comment was left with the man's attorney, but the Associated Press had not gotten a response back. The man is said to have dressed so he looked like a contractor, and he entered the store's empty-handed prosecutor's alleged court documents. He would then load a door or several doors worth hundreds of dollars each onto a lumber cart, take them to the service department, and return them without a receipt. And now, if you been to Home Depot before. One of the problems they have is there's several ways to enter the building. They often have an obvious entrance and exit at the front, but they've often got a garden center at one end, maybe at the other end, and there's always these different ways you can come into the building. And so the service department might be at this end. You might be able to walk in down over here, and you just grab these carts that are laying around, start loading stuff up on them, and instead of taking it to the front counter, you just push it across and bring it to service and pretend like, oh, I accidentally brought it in down there. Now, there are cameras everywhere. Once they figure this out, they'll pull the camera footage and they'll get you. But until they do that, if you walk in, do this, and disappear, 
well, they might not catch you right away. He was then given a store credit in the form of cards that he later redeemed at other stores, according to prosecutors. If the return was denied, he would take the doors without paying them and then return them at another store. So this guy would actually stick to his guns. So he walks in, loads the card up, takes the service and goes, I want to return these doors. They go, do you have a receipt? No, I don't. I'm sorry, we can't accept that. Fine. He leaves and he takes the doors with him. Home Depot stores in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey were all involved, according to the allegations. The man was given about 370 fraudulent store credits between June of 21 and February of 22. So this is actually a pretty short time here, but 370 different store credits adding up to $300,000. Home Depot's policy allows customers to return things without a receipt, but the home improvement chain has safeguards in place that are supposed to prevent from people taking advantage, including the ask you for ID that requires third-party verification according to court documents. In this case, the defendant apparently accidentally used his own driver's license on one occasion, (laughs) then used several fraudulent licenses with other names to conduct the other returns. According to Home Depot's website, we require a valid driver's license or government-issued photo ID for non-receipted returns and returns generated from purchases made with store credits. The Home Depot uses a third-party refund verification system. All returns are subject to verification system approval. Uh, A voicemail and an email seeking comment were left with Home Depot, who had not responded either. I can tell you that along with Home Depot, Menards has the same policy. And it's remarkably lax. And I'm sure that they've crunched the numbers on this. Some MBA someplace has done the math and said, you know, to institute a higher level of checks would cost us this much and would actually cost us this much in customer goodwill. Crunch the numbers, do the algebra, whatever you want to call it. We're going to wind up actually making more money doing it this way. And yeah, once in a while we got somebody who abuses the system to the tune of $300,000. But, you know, what are you going to do? And so I bought some uh, light fixtures, some light fixtures, which is actually a funny story. I went into a Menards uh, quite a distance from my house. I was, I, was, I was driving cross country and I saw Menards. And I thought, hey, I need a light fixture. One of those things, I thought, it's right there. I'll just go in and get my light fixture. So I go into the Menards, I get the light fixture, and I'm going through the line. And Menards is one of those odd ones where the cashier is kind of standing on the same side of the register with you. It's, it's weird. And as I walk towards her, she's staring at me. And she's doing like one of these. And so I get up there and I go, I'd like to buy this light fixture. And she goes, you're Steve Leto. <laughs> Yes, I am. And she goes, oh, my gosh, I watch you all the time on YouTube. I said, well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. She goes, oh, my, I watch, I watch too much YouTube. I said, no, 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 you watch just enough. Just keep watching. <laughs> but, so I talked to her for a few minutes, bought my light, light fixture, and then I went home. And I didn't try to install the light fixture for a little while. And finally, I went to install it. So I open up the box, and it's broken. Now, I didn't break it, and the box was sealed, so it must have gotten broken in shipping. 
right? I mean, I, that's all, you know. And so the weird part is I couldn't find the receipt to save my life. I could not find the receipt. And I'm not driving all the way back to that store because it's nowhere near where I live. So I actually went to my local Menards, and I walk up the service counter, and I go, it's kind of a problem. I go, I bought this light fixture. It's broken. I don't have the receipt. I just want another light fixture. And the woman goes, oh, not a problem. She says, go grab one. Come over here and wave. You'll be good. Oh, okay. So I knew what the model number was and all that. And I walk over. I find one. I come walking back. She looks up. I hold it. And she goes, like that. Walked out with it. Now, that's different because I wasn't getting a refund on that. But who knows? I could have bought that light fixture off of Amazon. I, you know, I don't know. But the point is they do that. And I've bought other stuff from Menards. And so Menards and Home Depot get a lot of my money. Uh, and um, they make good money. But it's scary. But you know that there's security cameras everywhere in those stores. But they got to have somebody watching them. And so it's going to take somebody to go back to the tape and go, wait a second. This guy comes in over here, loads up the stuff here, and brings it over here and returns it over here. But, of course, if we're looking at this after the fact, well, the guy got in his vehicle and drove away. Did you get that in video? Yeah, we got it on video from about 100 yards away. Could you see the license plate? No. Sorry. So, you know, the guy managed to do this all of 370 times. But now they caught him. And uh, I'll, I'll bet you that what they're doing now is they're going back through all the tapes at all these stores, preserving all of this and figuring out the best way to do this. So the Connecticut man is charged with cheating Home Depot out of $300,000 with the old door return scam. It's an old one. Brent, thanks for sending it. The Associated Press published that. Questions or comments, put them below. Those talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. All that glitters has a high refractive index.